Hello and welcome back to another episode of Spookified. I'm here with my wife, Christine. Hi. And today we are featuring the spooky city of Newport, Rhode Island. Wow. We're on island time. Island time, man. <laughs> yeah. Rhode Island. I got to tell you, Newport has a lot of haunted spots to talk about. Yeah. So I think we're going to make this one a two-parter. That's right. Let's go. So this episode will focus on a couple of spooky places that you can stay at when visiting this historic haunted city. And the next episode, we'll take a look at some haunted places to tour while you're there. Mm. So before we talk about Newport, let's first introduce the beer for the evening as usual, the person with the better story from the previous episode gets to pick the beer for the next pod, and I'm the lucky winner from the last time as I covered the Lent Mansion in St. Louis, Missouri, which y'all should check out if you haven't yet, because mm-hmm. it's pretty good. It's so good. I loved your story. You won. Hands I know. down. Hands down. Ten, baby. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I get to pick the beer tonight. Okay, bring it on. Yeah, so this one is um, from Parish Brewing Company, and it's called Dr. Juice. Mm, Ooh. Juicy. <laughs> this is an IPA. Okay. And it looks very juicy. The can is cool. Yeah, it, it's like so freaking tie-dyed, multicolored. Yeah, psychedelic. Psychedelic, bro. Ready? Yes. Cheers. Yes. Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm. Whoa, that's juicy. Sediment. Yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. But it tastes very juicy. (laughs) Yeah, it was juicy. So juicy. This doctor is, yeah, he's juicy, all right. (laughs) I think that's going to be the title of this pod, Dr. Juicy. (laughs) Dr. Juicy Juice. Dr. Juicy Juice. 6%, that's not bad. I thought I was going to say 7 like most of these like juicy IPAs are like higher because they're sweeter, you know? Yeah. Not that one. That's good. Yeah, we're not getting super wasted, mm-hmm. but it's got good flavor. Yeah. Very tropical. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it. I like it too. Another sip. Good good job, Rye. I like this choice. Yeah. Better than that bourbon barrel <laughs> shit you always pick. Hey, those are some good beers too. You just got to. <laughs> Just got to open up your mind. And my buds. <laughs> and your buds. Them taste buds. <laughs> um, Yeah, so we had a little bit of a stressful evening packing stuff together because we're getting ready to go to Ohio. Ohio. Shout and out. Shout out. Coming for you. Coming for you. <laughs> we're coming everywhere. We're <laughs> coming everywhere. But. Wish we were. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we have so much shit to pack now with the baby. It's insane. It's so hard. And we we're just like talking about how we're going to get through the airport yeah, with all of this, this stuff. This logistical. It's a lot. Problem. It's like, insane. We have, like, we're outnumbered by luggage and baby stuff. Yeah. And then to top it all off, we went to dinner like at five. And I had like two beers. Yeah, I was buzzed. And I was buzzed. Yeah. And then Allagash White, by the way. So good. So good. Solid beer. On tap. Mm. Mm. That's a good one. I wish we had some of that to be drinking too right now, (laughs) but this Dr. Juice will, uh, it does the job. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, so I had a couple beers. I was feeling a little buzzed. Yeah. Got back, started to pack the suitcase, and I was like, damn, you know what? I was like packing for a week. So I'm like, all right, got a lot of stuff here, packing it up. I'm like, man, this like suitcase is feeling like really tight. I'm like, I don't know what's happening. And it's like, I guess I'm just like, you know, just bringing a lot of shit. It's like I'm outgrowing my clothes. I'm outgrowing my clothes. We're buying bigger shit. And then you walk in the room and you're like, oh, you're taking like a carry on? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I mean, I'm like, yeah, I'm taking my backpack. And she's like, <laughs> Yeah, you were like, yeah. I'm like, no. Yeah, you're like, your suitcase is your a suitcase carry-on. Your suitcase is a fucking carry-on, you dumbass. 
I was like, that makes a lot of sense. The only reason why I'm concerned is because I need to put some of my shit in your suitcase yeah. and it was filled to the brim. And I was like, uh, I need to put a curling iron in there. Yeah. And that's the other thing too. Like, I feel like a lot of people can get by like with a carry on for like a week. Yeah. And I feel like I probably could too, but I just like throwing a bunch of shit in a suitcase just in case. Oh, yeah. I, I see something. I'm like, mm, I might want to wear that. Yeah. <laughs> and then I throw it in there. I do that too. I'm, yeah. I overpack for sure. Uh-huh. But, I'm trying to be better, but. But anyways, I tried doing that all in a carry-on and uh, <laughs> you called me out on my shit. You were like, guess I'm a little buzzed. <laughs> guess I'm a little buzzed. <laughs> guess you are. Yeah. But anyways, I digress. We are covering Newport, Rhode Island. Newport, Rhode Island. And you have a bit of an intro to take us into this episode. I do. Tell us a little bit about this city. Okay. This city was founded in 1639 by English settlers. Of course, the Native Americans had already been there for at least 5,000 years. I don't know about that. (laughs) (laughs) These English settlers came to the area because they were banished from Boston due to their religious beliefs. Yep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Newport is located on Aquidneck Island in the Narragansett Bay. I don't think you butchered those names. I'm really good at the like American (laughs) weird stuff, but not the foreign stuff yeah. that's not in my wheelhouse <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think that's pretty common yeah <laughs> <laughs> what i said is a really uncommon <laughs> yeah for most people right <laughs> especially in uh who are from northwest ohio right <laughs> anyways do <laughs> currently reside in jacksonville florida <laughs> Due to its proximity to the water, Newport quickly became one of Colonial America's top five port cities, along with Boston, New York, Philadelphia, and Charleston. Charleston, baby. Yeah. And this brings me to the other point. Remember I mentioned that port cities are known for being haunted? Yes, I do remember that. So I remember that quite well. This uh, fits into that little box. <laughs> Right in there. I'm going to bring that up. (laughs) Newport was prospering until the Revolutionary War. The city was well known for their hatred of the British and strong support for the revolution. Because of this, the British occupied the city from 1776 to 1779. After this, most of the residents fled the city. Then after the British left in 1779, the city had suffered greatly from their occupation. As a result, Newport needed quite the facelift. Ah, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's why we uh, revolted, because these British were just ruining everything. (laughs) You Brits. (laughs) You guys are a bunch of real knuckleheads. (laughs) (laughs) Knuckleheads. I like that word. I'm going to use that more. (laughs) Just what are, how are they like, were they just like? I, I'll touch it on okay. it in my topic. Um, but basically they just like burned down a whole bunch of, uh, oh, well, no, they didn't burn down. I'm sorry. They tore down buildings to use the wood for firewood. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And they I mean, just kept some of the buildings. I guess we were at war, so they're wrecking shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was going to happen eventually, yeah. probably, whether they did it or, yeah. As a result, yeah, Newport needed quite the facelift. In the early 19th century, Newport was transformed into a summer resort, as much of its landscape seemed frozen in time since industrialization never took hold in the city. The charming old world feel made it a great place for the elite families of the Gilded Age to vacation and build their stately mansions as their summer homes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. These families included the Vanderbilts, the Astors, and the Morgans. Lots of money right there. Mm-hmm. Lots and lots. Today, the city is still a popular tourist destination among the wealthy. 
If you decide to visit, you can tour those famous mansions from the Gilded Age or take a three and a half mile stroll along their cliff walk to get the most beautiful, breathtaking water views. Of course, there's also hiking and biking, or you can visit some of their many wineries or breweries. But why I want to go there is because their Christmas in Newport celebration has got to be like a Hallmark movie. Dude, that's got to be legit. Yeah, it looks really pretty. Yeah. I want to go at Christmas. Mm. Let's go, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, that's my little intro for you. Yeah, it sounds like such a nice little port city. Mm -hmm. I really want to check it out. Yeah, it looks beautiful. Yeah, such a great little city. So... Who's going first? Are you going first or am I going first? I will go first. All so right. You're more me, jibber-jabbering. Fine. <laughs> so I'm doing the Pilgrim House Inn, which is now called the Outlook Inn. So The Outlook Inn. Yeah. So if you want to stay there, it's called the Outlook Inn. All right. Yes. Okay. So the Pilgrim House Inn which is what it was formerly called, was built in 1775. And this home has been a part of a lot of Rhode Island history. Really? Yeah. A lot? A lot of Rhode Island's history. <laughs> Should I have pluraled that? I yeah, don't know. that makes sense. Rhode it's Island's history. Rhode Island's history. Yeah. It's seen a lot of it. <laughs> Anyways, okay. During the Revolutionary War, British troops occupied Newport, Rhode Island. Like I said, just a few brief minutes ago. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Here we go. During their occupation, they tore down a lot of older buildings to use the wood as firewood. It is estimated that nearly 800 homes were destroyed. Well, there you go. There you go. Your answer is right there. (laughs) The newer buildings were spared as they used those for shelter during their occupation of the city. Since the Pilgrim House was built just before their occupation in 1776, the building was spared from their destruction. Unfortunately, though, the residents of these spared buildings had relocated when the British moved in. The city suffered immensely because of this, and after the Revolutionary War, it needed to recover financially. One resource that allowed the city to recover was the arrival of immigrants. Since other thriving cities were not too receptive to immigrants moving in, they found Newport, Rhode Island to be a safe haven, since it was relatively unoccupied after the Revolutionary War since the British had moved out. There were Quakers, Baptists, and Jews, along with Irish Catholics who moved into the area. The people of Newport took pride in their city and took advantage of the location near the Narganset Bay and prospered with trading businesses and fishing. They also had a long-standing relationship with the U.S. Navy. So just more history of the city for you. Cool, cool, cool. In case you wanted more. (laughs) Always want more history. (laughs) Even as early as 1840, the city began to look into preserving and restoring some of their older buildings. Damn, that's a lot of like foresight back in the 1840s. I know. I thought that was crazy. That seems so early. Yeah. But hey, look at us. Look at us now. But isn't that crazy that like even today they tear down old buildings? Like America is obviously a relatively new country compared to the rest of the world. And they still like. Yeah. They're just like, yeah, we're going to like tear this shit down and (laughs) put up a Holiday Inn Express. Yes. You're like, wait, what? It's crazy. Like, thank gosh we have like historic preservation societies that step in. There was something, there was like an old fire station here in Jacksonville that they wanted to tear down. Yeah. And these people bought it and they were like, no, we're going to like make it a restaurant and a rooftop and like keep the integrity of the building. Yeah. It's like, thank gosh. For real. Because yeah, they're just going to tear it down. There's a lot of good history in that building and it's maybe haunted too. Never know. You never know. Definitely. <laughs> Do you remember? I, I just assume every old know. fucking building's haunted. Yeah, definitely. That's why I like to go look at them because yeah. I feel like they might be haunted. For sure. Yeah. 
And I like to think about what happened there in the past. Like, wow, people like sat in this dining room and ate or people had ballrooms in this big room. Like, how weird is that? (laughs) Doesn't happen anymore. (laughs) But yeah, so even as early as 1840, the city began to look into preserving and restoring some of their older buildings. This restoration work helped fuel the tourism industry within their city. But back to the Pilgrim House Inn. The home was built during a time when the city was booming and new homes were being built in the historic Hill District. This happened before the Revolutionary War. Pilgrim House Inn was originally built as a single family home, probably the residence of an upper class merchant. It has served as an inn, a homeless shelter for men, and a private residence. They do know that an Irish family lived in the home sometime in the early 1800s because a letter was found that a family had wrote to their family back home, but I guess never managed to send. (laughs) Interesting. No. In the letter, this family called the Curans mentioned a son named James, a daughter named Margaret, and a baby girl whose name is not mentioned. Oh. Just baby girl. Baby Maybe girl. Maybe they hadn't named her yet. Maybe that was her name. <laughs> baby girl. <laughs> put baby in the corner, right? <laughs> we'll call her baby girl. <laughs> baby girl. <laughs> they believe the family probably didn't own the entire home, but lived on the third floor. Maybe mm. they ran an inn and lived on the third floor. They're not really sure. Okay. But sometime after the Civil War, the Pilgrim House Inn was used as apartments for Navy families. The building also offered rooms for rent for seamen. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) So immature. These rooms are filled with semen. (laughs) Yes. I like it. (laughs) Yeah, you like it? (laughs) All right. Yes. Get that black light out, baby. (laughs) Dock workers and merchant what am i saying here i said merchant marie's (laughs) (laughs) you got semen on the brain i don't know i don't know semen and dock workers okay the current owners (laughs) both go together (laughs) (laughs) the current owners now run a bed and breakfast out of the building i'm just all about those bed and breakfast the Mm -hmm. layman house this outlook in pilgrim house Love them. I love them. So quaint. Mm. Give me that breakfast. So many beds, so many breakfasts. (laughs) The Pilgrim House Inn has been newly renovated and is now called the Outlook Inn. It Mm. has 10 guest rooms and one two bedroom suite. One two bedroom suite. Yeah. That's pretty cool. It's for like a family. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's for an Irish family (laughs) living on the third floor with a baby girl. Gosh, I wish I was good at accents. What a bunch of semen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Are you good? That was really funny. But it was funnier because I looked at you and you were just dead face. <laughs> and I'm like cracking up. Anyways, okay. <laughs> Let me tell you though about this place, okay? All right. It's really nice what they did. I'm really picky about where I stay on vacation and especially with like bed and breakfast because they tend to be like very old school feeling. Yeah. With like cats (laughs) everywhere and doilies. But this one. I feel like, well, I feel like that's the stereotype of bed and breakfast. But everyone we've been to have been really nice. We've only been to one. And it was really nice. Yeah, it was. It was not. And I'm telling you, I told everyone this before it changed my mind about bed and breakfast. I was like, okay, I'll look at them more. But I will say we were looking at some of the ones in St. Augustine for our anniversary and they can be a little like, eh. Really? Eh. In St. Augustine? Yeah. Oh, really? Well, those buildings are really old too. I mean, I can't yeah. blame them. Okay. And a lot of people, you know, the old people that like to stay there, they like that old school, <laughs> like Victorian traditional feel. Right. Which, yeah, I mean, it's nice, but I also want like a nice sink vanity. <laughs> That'd be dope though if they had a rotary phone. 
would it be dope yeah when's the last time you saw one of those yeah i mean that'd be creepy if it rang in the middle of the yeah. night mm-hmm. i saw one and my like my grandma had one really a long time ago mm. when i was younger we just have just that like, play one they were so cool <laughs> yeah we do have to play one we got you mean the, the halloween, the halloween one. decoration one? yeah <laughs> so tight i do like to pick it up it feels cool yeah it's pretty tight <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's really really nice so i would book it in an instant that's all i'm saying well all right okay You've intrigued me. So on to the spooky side of this place. This bed and breakfast is said to be haunted by a little girl named Jessica. Oh, baby mm-hmm. girl. Baby girl, Jessica. That's gotcha. what they think, maybe. They're not really sure who she is or why her spirit remains, but there are many theories. Her name, Jessica, came about because a housekeeper who worked at the Pilgrim House claimed to be sensitive to the paranormal and had an intuition that the little girl's name is Jessica, and it just stuck. Could the little girl be the daughter of the Kierans, the Irish family that lived there in the 1800s? Or could she be the daughter of a Navy family who once lived in the building? Definitely guarantee she was the product of semen. <laughs> yep. Definitely. That is 100% an accurate <laughs> statement yep. about her. <laughs> Just want to throw that out there. <laughs> right. So, yeah, they aren't sure who she is um, or why she's there, but she's not going anywhere. Okay. They believe Jessica is to be anywhere from the age of four to six years old and her hauntings are very childlike in nature she's a very mischievous ghost Ooh, mischievous yes she has been described as a young girl wearing an old-fashioned gray dress and she has been known to mess with the clothes dryer and the intercom system in the home oh so there's a story one time a housekeeper and her daughter, a lot of housekeeper incidences. Yeah. So, no, no. They were doing laundry and Jessica suddenly slammed the door of the dryer shut while the housekeeper and her daughter were loading it with clothes. She narrowly missed their fingers in the door and then she uh, proceeded to start the dryer. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know if that's rude or like helpful. Helpful. Yeah, that's what they were saying. Like, well, maybe she's just trying to help us out. She's like, trust me, don't overstuff this thing. (laughs) You want to turn it on now. Now. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. They explained that the dryer was not one of those where it starts automatically when the door shuts. You have to press a button to turn it on. Oh, okay. Perhaps Jessica is marveled and in awe of this new technology, and she finds it fun to mess with. I don't know. Yeah. She's pretty good at figuring it out. In my day. We had to hang shit on the clothesline, <laughs> and it took forever. Back in her day. <laughs> is Jessica a pretty common name? No, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. I was like, that doesn't sound like a name from the 1800s. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> but okay. Okay, Maybe lady. Maybe that's not her real name. Maybe she liked it. Maybe she yeah. heard it and was like, Jessica. Maybe she was someone at the bed and breakfast where wa- or was watching... Uh, Sex in the City <laughs> and Sarah Jessica Parker came on. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So we're like, Jessica, okay. Jessica Parker, yeah. I like it. I like it. <laughs> what about Jessica Alba? Or Jessica Alba? I'm trying to think of famous Jessicas. <laughs> I can't think of any more. Uh, Jessica Chastain. That's her name, right? No. Jennifer Chastain, what's no. her name? What is her name? I don't know. <laughs> Uh, Jessica Simpson. Jessica Simpson. My childhood crush. Now I gotta know what the fuck is. I her thought name? it was for sure is Jessica Chastain, but got me second guessing myself. Jessica Beale. Oh, Jessica Beale. It is Jessica Chastain. What's up? Wow, that's so. You know that is weird. I never. She doesn't look like a Jessica. I know my redheads. <laughs> okay. <laughs> She and I'm like, okay. She doesn't look like a 1800s little girl. I don't know what a Jessica looks like. I have a mm. friend named Jessica. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
She looks like a Jessica. Yeah, I can see it. <laughs> I don't know what, <laughs> I don't know what I don't, we're talking about. I don't know we're comparing to. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. No. Oh, man, that's funny. Okay. So, yeah, with the intercom, though, Jessica likes to buzz the intercom at all times of the day. It becomes especially unnerving when the staff hear a buzz from an intercom in an unoccupied room, especially yeah. during the night. Ooh. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. That's creepy. No, no, no. Jessica's favorite rooms are room eight and 11. I don't know if that's like, because this is when it was Pilgrim House. So I don't know if the rooms are the same now. Like if they changed the numbers. Oh, uh, I got you. Because now it's the Outlook. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. But I would say it's pretty safe bet that they kept them the same. Yeah, why would you overhaul it that much? Yeah. Well, maybe they maybe. had to. Mm. I don't know. There have been reports of the ghosts of Jessica standing in the doorway, shadows and movements, along with the sound of disembodied child's laughter. That is creepy. Standing the, in the doorway. Yeah. <laughs> well, the child laughter, too. Oh, yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah, part of me is like, okay, maybe somebody's TV is loud, mm -hmm. you know, but who knows? But if no, I saw true. an apparition, whew. Ooh, that would make you a believer. I would believe. <laughs> <laughs> you would uh, be leaving. I would believe. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'd, you'd be leaving. I'd be for sure. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> there is a ghost tour that makes sure to walk by the house. And on one tour, the group reported seeing a little girl dressed in an old-fashioned dress standing at the bottom of the stairs of the inn. When they asked the inn about the little girl they saw, the inn said there were no children staying there. Mm -hmm. They said, that's baby girl. That's baby girl Jessica. Say hi. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, no, I'll be leaving. I'll be leaving. <laughs> <laughs> One couple staying at the inn reported hearing a music box coming from the room next door during the night. The next morning, they approached the front desk staff and they confirmed there was no one in that room. Ooh. Eesh. Yikes. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I just don't know if I would believe that. I'd be like, I'm just pulling my leg. Think so. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe they like lean into it. <laughs> yeah. Got him. Got him. <laughs> um, all right. So we keep saying, I don't know a lot. I don't know if I'm that's just, true. <laughs> I'm just perplexed. You know, this topic has me so confused. Well, I mean, this whole podcast is about the unknown. So <laughs> we don't know. I just don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I have some TripAdvisor reviews. All right, all. I'm excited. Okay, so this one is from Travel Mike underscore 11. He says, quaint, <laughs> great location. <laughs> Why do you like this? I was like, because there's like 10 other Travel Mikes. This guy had to specify. Yes, definitely. He's number Travel 11. Mike, number 11. Underscore it. Gotcha. He says, quaint, great location, friendly owners. Myself and friend Mary stayed two nights in room eight, supposedly a favorite of Jessica, a seven-year-old ghost who was fond of pranks. We never saw her. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Very quaint and cozy. There was an envelope containing a key and parking info on the inn's front door, so we checked ourselves in. Has some free sherry and snacks in the living room, which was adorned with literally a hundred stuffed rabbits. Uh oh, that was before the renovation. Okay, so yeah, like I said, wouldn't have been a fan of it prior to the renovation. <laughs> Not cool with the hundreds of stuffed rabbits. Yeah, I mean, probably pretty comfortable if you lay on them. No, no, no? you know how okay. I am about those types of things. They never yep. wash them. Oh, that's they true. They just get thrown on the floor right when I come in the room. Yeah, rabbits, <laughs> mostly pillows. Yeah, what I'm encountering. All right. Anyways, we Mike says. <laughs> Imagine taking a black light to them rabbits. Ooh, so oh, dude. Okay. 
Okay, so they also said, we heard a noise through the wall in another room. Turns out the owners have parrots. Owners Barry and Debbie were very friendly, and we really enjoyed breakfast on the third floor. From the outside patio, you can see the water. The first night was extremely windy. Sleeping, we kept hearing noises, assuming it was other guests walking back and forth. Turns out the windows were creaking, so we stuffed pillows against them, or rabbits, I'm just kidding, <laughs> and were able to fall back to sleep. The free parking at the United Church is the only time in a walk. The inn is right near everything, easily within walking distance. I felt the prices were tan steep, but room was comfortable, and place is totally charming. Yeah. I don't know. Do you think those noises were really parrots and wind? <laughs> yeah, possibly. <laughs> Those disembodied voices could be a fucking parrot <laughs> doing what parrots do. I told you I was in Target the other day and a lady had a parrot. Oh, yeah. Um, okay, so the parrot was like restrained. I guess it was like had some sort of thing around its claw or ankle or whatever you call it and a, <laughs> a leash. I don't know. <laughs> and then it was just like perched on the side of the cart. Yeah. In its natural state. I don't like this. I don't like <laughs> it. I was very loud because I had our son with us. And I was like, look, Brady, there's a parrot on the cart. Like, I was very loud because <laughs> I, I was like, it's kind of cool for him. But for yeah. me, I'm like, this is not normal. And of course, he didn't care because he's one. And he's like, okay. And it's like, that's weird. <laughs> Why is there a parrot in here? <laughs> and then I kept walking. That's why having a young child is cool because you can say things like that out loud and it'd be okay. But yeah. if I was by myself and said that, it would people would be like, "Why is she talking to her?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know who'd be weird in that instance. <laughs> <laughs> the lady with the parrot, or you? <laughs> yeah, would you say anything out loud if you were by yourself? No. Yeah, I don't think I would either. Actually, no, I might. I might be like, "Whoa, that's a parrot!" <laughs> and then keep Whoa, walking. Parrot. <laughs> probably what i do just so i can make it known to her that like that's weird <laughs> in a nonchalant way yeah and be like hey i'm low-key afraid of birds and the fact that it's in here and it's you have restrained it kind of <laughs> but i don't know if that's efficient yeah that parrot is probably eyeing you down mm -hmm. doing an ocular pat down mm -hmm. who knows <laughs> it didn't talk though What's the point? Yeah. Those <laughs> things live to like 100 or something, don't they? They do live, they live a, a long, long time. time. They might outlive you. Maybe that's why she had it with her because she was like... It was like she inherited it from mm -hmm. like a relative. She's like, this is my life now. I yeah. got to take this thing everywhere with me. Yeah. Parrots. It's a lifelong commitment. Yeah. I'm not into it. <laughs> All right. So from a ghost tour... I found a review. So this is from Moon Chucker's mom. Moon Chucker's mom. Sorry, it was like all one word. Okay. Fun night on the ghost tour. That's what it's titled. They say, we have been going to Rhode Island for years and are familiar with the Newport area. We have seen all the mansions and been to all the beaches. So we are always looking for something different to do. Tonight we went on the ghost tour and it was so worth it and totally entertaining. We found out that our favorite parking lot was once known as Blood Alley because people would often get mugged by pirates. We met a couple <laughs> staying at the Pilgrim Inn who said they stay there in the same room every year for their anniversary and swear they have seen apparitions and lights going on and off. This is definitely a fun attraction. All right. <laughs> That's what I got for you. What do you think? <laughs> Why are you laughing? The people getting mugged by pirates. <laughs> blood alley. Blood alley. <laughs> There's a lot of bloodshed in those muggings. Ay, ay, ay. A lot of okay. people died and you're just laughing about it. I mean, they didn't say they died. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's blood involved, but you never know. <laughs> you never know. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it could be, could be just some pirates hosting a blood drive. Ooh, there you go. Back and in mugging the, that blood. Back in Illegal the seventeen hundreds. Yeah, is that when pirates were around? They're still around. 
No. Yeah. That's what the whole uh, Tom Hanks movie oh, was about. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I did watch that. Yeah. The Somalian, Somalian Pirates. Pirates. Yeah. I only know that from South Park. <laughs> South Park. Mm-hmm. How does the song go? I don't know. We are Somalian Pirates. Something. Uh, Somalian Pirates. We or something. Yeah. Know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Do you know? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> That's for you guys to decide. <laughs> oh, boy. Bringing it. Bringing it tonight. So what do you think? Um, I'm thinking I'm going to give this one a seven. What? You got yeah, afraid of a little girl named Jessica? <laughs> baby girl. Yeah, there's disembodied voices as long as they're not parrots. <laughs> it's pretty creepy. <laughs> That's so random. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if those people own it anymore with their weird parrots and rabbits. I mean, if they're still hearing that and with the new owners, then there you go. Um, well, it's the ghost yeah, of a know. parrot. I don't know when that review was written. Ghost parrots. I'm not good about it. You're always good about like, this one's written in this time. And I'm just like, this is... Moonchuckers mom. (laughs) (laughs) Moonchuckers. They're probably listening right now. They're like, we made it. (laughs) We made it. It's all been worth it. (laughs) All those reviews. We spent hours writing after every vacation. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You want to take a quick break? Let's take a break. All right. I'm going to refill the beer glass. Do it. Okay, we're back. Um, got the beer replenished. Got myself a summer shandy. That's, love it. That's what's up. I love summer shandy so much. I know. Have we done that one yet? Yeah, I did it with the the. Oh yeah, sorbet. the the sorbet. That's right. Which, it does not have gelato in it. <laughs> 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 I looked it up later, and I was like, that doesn't sound right. No, it's not. Is it just ice? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, actually, I thought there was something called sorbetto, and it was like gelato and sorbet. Hey. I don't know. I mean, it sounds delicious if it does exist. Yeah, it does sound good. <laughs> they should do it. <laughs> if you just made that shit up, that would be on point. Let's do it. Let's make a lot of money together. There's probably someone who just invented sorbentos. They're like, no. (laughs) (laughs) Stupid Americans. Okay, so I have another hotel for us. Yes, I'm ready. Not a bed and breakfast, but a hotel. Mm -hmm. And mine is called the Hotel Viking. Oh, it sounds so cool. Yeah. Badass, if I might say. Sounds really badass. (laughs) The historic Hotel Viking was built in 1926 and as of today boasts 208 rooms or suites. Holy moly, macaroni. Right? The city of Newport had long been a tourist destination as America's wealthiest Mm -hmm. would build cottages to retreat there during the summer months, as we've talked about already. However, around the late teens slash 1920s, Florida began to become another summer hotspot. What's up? Literally. <laughs> and a lot of the tourists decided to take their summer stays in the sweltering heat that is our lovely state. That's so weird to me because there was like no AC and they wore like a shit ton of clothes. Yeah. They wanted to come down here. I yeah, can't like, imagine. Oh, it's so nice. And they're just sweating their asses off. <laughs> Big ass dresses and like suits. They're like wool suits probably too. Jeez. Dummies. These people. Wool's like good for like moisture wicking though, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> no, no. Okay. <laughs> so to try and sway the wealthy vacationers back, some prominent citizens of Newport decided the only thing to do was to build a very large upscale and utterly, utterly <laughs> irresistible hotel to make up for the loss of their summer business. Well, I like it. They got some local investors made up of local business people as well as summer residents, including William H. Vanderbilt, mm-hmm. Packer Brahman, mm-hmm. William Sheffield, okay. and Edward A. Sherman wow. to raise funds for this epic endeavor. I only knew one of those people. <laughs> <laughs> so they formed a corporation called the American Hotel Corporation. Pretty on the nose, right? Yeah. 
and this corporation managed the Hotel Viking throughout the years until the late 1960s. The beautiful five-storied hotel opened up on May 26, 1926, and was the talk of the town and the country, apparently. Wow. It was able to attract movie stars, prominent business people, dignitaries, naval officers, (laughs) and really just a lot of very rich people providing much-needed business for the town. Mm. A couple of the famous guests that have stayed there are U.S. Presidents John F. Kennedy and jazz singer Ella Fitzgerald. Oh, my. The hotel has been renovated throughout the years. In 1962, the addition of a freestanding motor in with an outdoor pool was added to the Hotel Viking property, which prompted the owners of the time to rename the hotel to the Viking Hotel and Motor Inn. Wow, they really classed it down. Right? (laughs) (laughs) It's like... We're like, we're like really upscale, let's scale it down a little bit. Yeah. We're the working man. Yeah. It's, you know, it's Let's go like a Howard Johnson next door. There you go. Then 10 years later in 1972, another freestanding hotel was what? built. Yeah. Why? On the property that included a convention Bizarre. center located on the first floor. Mm. I'm assuming maybe that's why. Mm. Then okay. in then in the 1980s, new owners came in and connected the two freestanding buildings to make one building. And then they decided to change the name back to the Hotel Viking. Right. Fast forward to 1998, the Hotel Viking was in need of a real renovation and restoration. It was put on the market and LaSalle Hotels purchased the property and began a $3 million restoration project on it in 1999. Then later on, an additional $5 million was put into the hotel to restore the beautiful public space, the ballroom, the spa terre, and it built an area for events. Wow. All in all, these restorations were able to boost the hotel's business by allowing it to host weddings, receptions, and other events. That's how you make money. That's it. That's the hotel business, wedding. baby. You've learned something this podcast. <laughs> um, make some money. <laughs> Then in 2007, $6.2 million was spent to restore and update the original rooms, which is probably the most important part. Yeah, that's what I'm all about. I'm trying mm-hmm. to sleep in comfort. Right. Modern amenities. Yeah, you want them. You want the quaint feel, old feel, but you want the new amenities. Exactly. You want them toilets that flush like a fucking vacuum. Yes, and I don't want to walk down the fucking hall to use a bathroom. It's got to <laughs> right? be in my room. It's got to be right there. A hotel this old that has been in business for so long has seen many guests come and go, and some decided never to leave. There are so many accounts of paranormal activity and hauntings at the Hotel Viking that it makes you wonder what is really going on here. This really must be the place to be. It's so good, the dead want to stay and party. Party? Okay, I like that. Mm -hmm. I think so often we think of hauntings as malicious or just lost souls looking for interaction, But this is not necessarily the case all the time. Sometimes spirits might just want to hang around at a place because they just love spending time there. Mm -hmm. I believe this is the case with the Hotel Viking. Oh, shoot. Yeah, until as recently as 2007, before the massive renovation of the old rooms, there was the distinct sound of loud and noisy partying going on in a room just above one of the old ballrooms. Guests would be awakened by these ravers and would often complain to the front desk of their loud neighbors. The room where the party was apparently happening was only being used for storage at the time. The room was eventually incorporated into another room, which led to the abrupt stop of the party noise for some time. Oh, my. Yeah, there's, there's some like raving ghosts going on Wait, here. There are how many ballrooms? I don't know That's exactly. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay. But three years later in 2010, the party returned and guests and staff alike would hear the noise from the party in the lower levels of the hotel at at a time where no events were scheduled. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Weird, right? Yeah. These spirits never seem to intentionally scare guests, but just annoy the (laughs) shit out of them. (laughs) For real. With all their raucous. Yeah. Like, Mm, yeah, that would annoy me. Especially if I had my baby with me, I'd be like, you <laughs> right? need to calm down. Just some fucking partying ghosts. <laughs> Oftentimes, guests and staff would also report other paranormal activity, like lights turning on and off by themselves, mm-hmm. doors and windows opening and closing by themselves, 
unexplained footsteps, and extreme cold spots. There has also been a few reports of disembodied voices from different areas of the hotel. You know a lot of the usual stuff. (laughs) Yeah. I found some firsthand experiences reported by some former guests on the website hauntedplaces.org. Okay. Yeah, I couldn't really find a lot on TripAdvisor, but this place had like three comments and they were all pretty good though. Okay. (laughs) So here we go. This is from Emily on September 2nd, 2015. There are two little girls in black dresses that stand at the end of the hallway on the first floor. Scariest thing I've ever seen in my life. I want to cry and run away. I was so scared. No. No. I don't like that. No? No. 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 That's pretty creepy. Yeah. Can I tell you one time I think I saw a ghost at an old hotel? Really? Yeah. Why have you just now? I thought I told you this. Maybe you did. Tell me Maybe again. Maybe I didn't. I don't know if it was real, though, but I'm going to say it now because this is pretty spot on to what I saw. But there's this old hotel on Jekyll Island in Florida, and I went with my family. They used to do like a champagne breakfast on Sundays or brunch. Well, it was like a buffet. And um, we were done, and we just went for the breakfast. We didn't stay there. We were done. We were going to the bathroom, and the bathroom is like, down the hall, like by staircases. And I was waiting outside for my mom and my sister. And I swear I saw these little girls like dressed in this old, like in these old dresses. What? On the stairs. And I was like, this is weird. Like maybe, I don't know. You know, people like rich people dress their kids in like old fashioned clothes. Like Yeah, maybe. just like really expensive shit. Yeah. yeah. Weird. And then like they were just, they like went away. Like I looked, they were there and then I was like creeped out. And then I like remember looking when I looked back, they were gone. And I was like, maybe they were playing. They like ran away quickly or something, but it was like really weird. Wait, how long did this take place between you <coughs> looked at him and looked away? Like not very long. Like a matter of seconds? Like seconds, yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, it was weird. Holy shit, but you I might like, have saw a ghost. I didn't think it was paranormal. Like it didn't really creep me out that much. I just remember their outfits being weird and I was like... Okay. <laughs> and you were boozing because it was a champagne. Yeah, I had some. Yeah, I was 21. Yeah. Yeah, I had some mimosas. <laughs> Ooh. So that could have contributed to your vision. Could have. <laughs> could have. Yeah. But. We need to do that maybe, hotel, though. Yeah, we do. Maybe that opened you up to the spirits. Maybe. You know what? The alcohol. Yeah, with the alcohol. Mm-hmm. We could, uh. Yeah, we need to do an episode on Jekyll. Mm-hmm. We never stayed there, but we visited recently. I wonder if anyone else has experienced that too. I know. I wonder. The little girl, creepy little girls. Probably wasn't a ghost. It was probably just some weird rich girl. <laughs> 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 yeah, they do wear like a lot of like fancy shit. Yeah. But I mean, if it looked really old, you never know. It was within seconds? Yeah, like I just looked away. I was like, this is weird. They were just like staring at me. I was like, okay. And then I looked away. And so I was just looked back at the bathroom to see if my mom and my sister were there. They weren't. And then I looked back and they were gone. I was like, oh, they must have ran back upstairs. Because it was like a, the stairs come down. There's like a landing and then oh. another step. So I just thought like they ran back up. I oh, didn't see. Yeah. Is that? Yeah, okay. That's creepy. Yeah. I like that. I, you never told me about that. Because I never really thought it was anything. But now, like, she's saying that. I was like, maybe it was. Triggered I something don't know. in you. I don't know. <clears throat> worth, a, worth a mention. Right. That's pretty good. I like that. Yeah. Good story. Weird. So, this is from, uh, this is, I have another, uh, I guess, experience um, from Lynn on February 8th, 2017. About 10 years ago, I stayed at the Hotel Viking with my then-husband for Valentine's Day. That night, we went to sleep. I awoke to what I heard as a loud party going on on the foot of the, at the foot of the bed. At the foot of the bed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Once I opened my eyes, everything was silent. It honestly sounded like the party was right in our room. I thought it to be strange, but dismissed it. Months later, I was reading a book on haunted places in Rhode Island, and as I was reading about the Hotel Viking, I just about fainted. I read that guests have heard a party going on in the middle of the night. 
Not knowing about their experiences, I was no longer dismissing this the ghost party that I hear that I heard that night. Oh my! Yep. Interesting, That's huh? Crazy. That's See, spooky. This is why it's cool to know before you go. Know before you go. Know before. You go. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like when you go poop or pee. <laughs> Isn't that like a freaking saying? <laughs> I don't know something like colon cancer or something. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I was thinking like some, I don't know, travel website. I don't know. <laughs> maybe, maybe. I was thinking a poop thing. <laughs> Could be that too. Poopy. Oh man, no, before you go. Now it's tearing me up inside. <laughs> Not the poop thing. I have another one from Ed. And this one is from March 6th, 2017. Okay. Not long after. Not long after Lynn. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. She's February. He's March. Yes. Okay. So Ed says, I recently stayed at Hotel Viking and was awakened by someone throwing something at me. Oh my. I was half asleep, but I looked towards the door and I saw what appeared to be a white object moving from the bathroom to the window and then out of sight. Around 3 a.m., it was a very noisy outside. When I looked out the window, I saw no one. The temp was in the single numbers outside. I mentioned the noise going on out front, but I was advised party was over early. That is creepy. A white object moving from the bathroom to the window and the out of sight. And around 3 a.m. Yeah, so. That's creepy. Could have been hearing that party again. Yeah. Partiers, man. Party ghosts. But that's even creepier where he says that something tight. was thrown at him and then he saw something moving. I mean, if you saw something moving, would you get up and go explore? I wouldn't. I'd be like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. I probably would at that point. I think we talked about that last time, but yeah. I probably would then because it's such a small room. Like, yeah. I feel like you got to go see what's going on in there. That's true. I don't know. I wouldn't leave because then, I don't, I don't know. Hmm. I think I would go check that shit out. I would help somebody staying with me like you and I'd be like, good, look at that. Like, honestly, who throws? I wonder what he threw. (laughs) Or the ghost threw. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, very spooky. But uh, the Hotel Vikings' wonderful history and world-class amenities make it a wonderful place to stay if you ever find yourself in Newport, Rhode Island and if you have a little money to spend, because it seems kind of expensive to mm. stay there. But it has a large pool, giant rooms, a restaurant that serves five-star food and drinks. And there really isn't a negative to this place, unless you count them rowdy party ghosts. I mean, before that last review, I was like, I'll stay here. Let's go. But that last one really creeped me out. Yeah. Eesh. Eesh. But that's the story I of the Hotel Viking. forget what you gave mine. Uh, I give it a seven. Damn, that's all I was going to give this. Oh, are we tying? Are we tying? Okay, we're tying. Because I was thinking, in my again? head, I was thinking seven. I was like, what did he give mine? Okay. Tying it up. Tying it up, baby. <laughs> yeah, it was a very, uh, it was a very light amount of information I could find on yeah, the Hotel Viking for paranormal, paranormal wise. It was... But a lot of people were mentioning it, that it was one of the most haunted spots in Rhode Island. Interesting, right? Mm-hmm. Hard to find a lot of experiences, though. But Very. the one constant was the rowdy party ghosts. The rowdy partying. Those are my types of ghosts. Like it's just like a good time. Right. It like, makes you want to go. I know. It's like, would you party with some ghosts? Yeah, I would. It sounds very like Great Gatsby-like. Yes, I would love to. Without a doubt. I really want to do one of those, like, step in, step back in time parties. Like, it doesn't have to be the 20s, like anything, really. doesn't have to be the be roaring fun. 20s? Yeah, like, what our friends in France tell us, they used to, they host, like, Versailles parties at... Oh, yeah. At the, um, the palace in Versailles, and mm-hmm. it's like... Yeah. It's like you the wear, thing like, to the do. Wigs. Yeah, you have to go order like special rent stuff. The suits and stuff. Yeah, it's very expensive. Mm-hmm. It's like oh, I'd so do that, but I'd have to learn French before I did it. 
Right. <laughs> I would be the dumb American. <laughs> like, I'm just here to party. Like, my wig and my crazy makeup. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it would I would still be fun do something as, like that. That would still be fun as fuck. I'd love to do that. <sighs> One day. One day. Oh, man. But we have ourselves a trip tomorrow. We do. We got to get all the shit together. Mm-hmm. We got to get a pop in. We got to head up to Ohio. Yeah. On the aeroplane. This hotel Viking is beautiful. Yeah, it's really oh nice, right? Oh my gosh. Rhode Island. I'm coming for you. <laughs> She's coming for you, like baby. All of your accommodations so far. Beautiful. But yes, ready to go up to Ohio. See some fam, see some friends, and uh, chill a little bit. Mm-hmm. Relax. But I was thinking, since we're going up there, we got to get ourselves some Buckeye beer while we're there. Yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. We, we got to hit go up Mommy, Mommy Bay, Bay baby, mm-hmm. which we covered uh, on a previous episode. Was that episode five? I don't know. I have to look back through the archives. I can find out right now, right now, right now, right now. But we got to give ourselves some Buckeye beer, baby. Yes. And if you haven't checked out our Toledo episode, do it now. Yeah. (laughs) Once we tell you what it is. (laughs) Do it now. Episode five. You got it. Episode five. Episode five. I don't know the name of it. (laughs) Spooky nuns, I think, or something like that. Scary Scary nuns nuns and bloat clubs. clubs. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm, I know. I was trying to see if... um, Help me out here. Not the Yacht Club. What was the other one we did? The Collingwood Art Center. If they had something going on so we could see the scary nun. Oh, yeah. Up in the seats. Right. But... Nothing happening? No. My buddy forgot. (laughs) This is like, this is going way back. I forget when we recorded that episode um, or published that episode, but that was... uh, um, Long time ago. (laughs) That was in December. Yeah, so that was in December 21. But uh, my buddy, he totally reminded me of something I forgot when we were covering it about Mommy Bay Brewing, and that is the epic fucking painting of Tim Allen. That's right. Behind the... Uh, <laughs> oh, my gosh. We got to post a picture of that. Oh, my God. Have, did we do that yet? I cannot no. remember. But he told me about that, and it's like it's not Tim Allen, but it looks a lot like fucking Tim Allen. Yes. Tim the Toolman Taylor. <laughs> yes. And he said something about that, and I was like, oh, fuck, I forgot about that. That was so... I mean, it's... It's it's weird it's how much it looks so like him. It looks like it, it might it actually might be him. I don't know. Maybe they were just fucking around when they did that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's from Michigan. And that's pretty close. Yeah, maybe he visited <laughs> yeah. once and they were like, "We're gonna freaking." It's just... like a, it's like an oil painting though. Yes. Yeah, it, it, he's yeah. in like mid. No, he's he looks like he's in like what a king, like an English king would wear. Right. Yeah, it's insane. Like freaking Henry Tudor wears. <laughs> Oh my gosh, yeah, we're definitely going to post that. I still not know who that guy is if it's not Tim Allen. Yeah, I'm <laughs> trying to find... exactly like him. Because me, you, and your brother took a picture in front of it. Trying oh, to yeah. find that picture. It's so funny. Oh, <sighs> man. Good times. Yeah, we'll post that on the Insta. For sure. But okay, that is the end of our first part. Uh, coverage of Rhode Island, mm-hmm. well, Newport, Rhode Island. Uh, Christine, do you want to tell the listeners where they can find us on social media? Yes, you can find us on Twitter, Twitter at Spookified Podcast. No, mm-hmm. Spookified Pod. There we go. <laughs> and you can find us on Instagram at Spookified Podcast. Yeah. And you can email us at spookifiedpodcast at gmail.com. Send us your stories. Uh, you know, just tell us how we're doing. Or tell us a city you want to visit. Or if you've been to any of these places and you got something for us, hit us up. Right, right. We might feature you. And um, yeah, just remember, please 
rate and subscribe. Yeah, like, rate, and subscribe, and uh, tell your family members, and uh, just thanks for listening. All the above, you know? Just yeah. all the above. Whatever your favorite platform is, just hit that freaking five-star review. Mm-hmm. Give us a nice little mm-hmm. review there. Or don't, and then we'll just hate you forever. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, thank you for listening, and uh, that's it. See you next time. Bye. Bye.